Business success usually comes to those who are too busy to be looking for it. Join RVK for the award-winning RV on Business Show every Tuesday at 12 midday. It's not about thinking out of the box. There is no box. Only on 101.9 High FM. Welcome to 101.9 High FM. It's 12 minutes past 12. Thank you for joining us. And today we're going to be discussing something that's becoming more and more pervasive in our lives on an ongoing basis. I remember many, many years ago um, listening to a radio station and the person turned around, it was this time of year, and said, I tried to go online and do my online shopping. And after messing around for an hour, I had no idea that I'd gone any further than I was when I started. Today, everything happens online and everybody's used to it and everybody's comfortable with it. But if you're a merchant and you're trying to get a product sold, there's a process that a purchaser, you and I, have to go through to get that, to find that product, to put it in the basket and then finally get the basket to the proverbial checkout counter and then check it out so that it goes to our credit card. On the other hand, <coughs> What we want to do is we want to shorten that process. We want to make it as quick and as easy as possible. And there's a company doing it. The company doing it. The company is called Payflex. And in studio with me is Derek Sykes. Derek, welcome to Chai FM. Hey, uh, welcome to you and thank you for having us on your show. With the greatest of pleasure. Nice to have you. I actually thought you were coming next week. So I prepped <laughs> everything for next week, for last week, sorry. And last week never happened, but we are here now. Derek, before we get into what you guys do and how you do it, Take us through the online buying process. And I'm talking for myself. I'm not a major online consumer, but I have to be more and more and more as time goes by. Right. So what are the challenges that are faced and where do you guys interface to alleviate those? Sure. Um, that's quite a broad kind of conversation point. Well, you've got um, 45 minutes. Make it happen. <laughs> so, so we've got some time to talk about it. But I think, um, you know, there's a couple of things that always come up when we start talking about uh, online and fintech and, um, you know, isn't the internet changing the way things happen? A um, couple of quick things. Uh, in South Africa, this year, will the average consumer, not the average consumer, the consumers will spend about 18 billion rand online. So it's no longer a small space. It's a big space. Um, it grows at around about 20% a year uh, compared to around 6% for the traditional retail space. Um, you know, there's lots of stories that uh, we'll hear and see in the press. There's lots of urban legends around what goes on in the online space. Um, uh, but all you have to do is look at some of the bigger uh, companies that are out there. Look at what uh, Amazon's doing. Look at what uh, Microsoft does. Look at um, how people are changing the way they go into stores. Um, in the past, we used to go to the store, touch, feel, buy. Now people go to the stores, they touch, feel, they go straight to their cell phone, they look out for the best deal that's out there, and then if the best deal is where they are, they'll buy from there. If it's not, they'll buy from you know, it take a lot to Suburbalist, one of the online stores. But so even so, even going further than that, um, you know, I know in the States, you know, a housewife or a lady at home will turn around and say, shucks, I'm out of toilet paper. Yep. And boom, they expect it to be there in the front, at the front door within two to four hours from Amazon. Well, that's exactly what's happening. I mean, you know, Amazons are looking at using drones for deliveries. I mean, I always thought that was kind of a bit of a crazy idea. But the reality is that urgency um, is becoming more and more part of people's lives. Um, I always used to joke that it was, you know, we blame it on the microwave. Because I remember up until the microwave was invented, life was slow. And we were happy to wait for things. You know, we were happy wait to wait for trees to grow and fruit to come. Now, after the microwave, we want everything today. 
Um, and that's getting worse with uh, the internet and cell phones. Um, we often talk in, in the office about the thumb generation, you know, where everything gets done on your thumbs. Um, you can find a date using your thumbs. You can order something online. You can find directions. You can do pretty much everything just using your thumbs. Um, I don't think that bodes well for the human population long term because we're just going to be these, you know, big masses sitting in a chair with very, very, very strong thumbs. But, um, <laughs> you know, th- that is kind of how the world is changing. And I think it's driven by a couple of human uh, behaviors. One is you want things convenient. You want things quickly. You want to be able to make decisions for yourself. Um, you know, and we can get into a whole discussion about how the retail space has kind of conditioned people to buy in particular ways or do things in particular ways, which is not always best for them. But, you know, people have become cleverer and they start to know that. And now they want to have the power themselves to do things the way they want to do them. And I think that's kind of what's liberating about buying online, um, transacting online, doing things online on an ongoing basis. You know, it's, it's so fascinating when you actually realize how much we use online these days compared to what we did many, many years ago. You know, I was, I'm seeing now I'm planning a bit of a December holiday or, uh, and, I don't know where anything is. I'm going to Israel and I'm trying to work out where is what. Yep. Just go into Google Maps and you find it and you say, this is where I want to, I am, this is where I want to go and it gives you the directions. Sometimes Google gets confused and then you just compare it with Waze and the two of them sort of get each other sorted out. Yep. But it's phenomenal how the unknown just disappears and the confidence is there to know, oh, we can go from point A to point B. It should take us half an hour at this time of the day. Yep. I know where it is. I just have to open the map, and then I can go look in a paper map to get an orientation. But it's phenomenal how it works, and so too when it comes to paying for accommodation. You know, all of a sudden, this is what I want. Okay, there's PayPal. Do it. And it's instant, and it's it's you know it might be a little bit more expensive, but it's available, and it all works. Where do you guys come in to help me with that process? So um, I think – you're asking quite an interesting question for me personally because the advent of the online world did a couple of things. First and foremost, um, online transactions happened to be around online things. So um, you wanted to get access to a particular service um, so you could do it online. And that was quite easy because you paid your money today, you had access to that service. So as a membership to um, a website or a membership to a service or whatever. So you got it instantaneously. Then, you know, we started branching out into more retail uh, online with physical goods. And when you deal with physical goods, now there's a timing difference because you actually end up in a situation where you see it online, you like what you want, you pay for it now, the money goes out of your bank account right this second, um, it sits in the traditional banking world and somehow finds its way to the, the merchant or the retailer. Um, and that may take a day to two days to get the money to, to the retailer. In the meantime, the retailer has now dispatched your goods to you. Um, and those are now sitting with a courier, and that takes two or three days to get to you. So as a consumer, you've, you've seen something. You wanted to scratch that you know, immediacy itch to get the thing that you wanted, but it takes two to three days for things to happen. But money left your account immediately. Um, and I think that's the thing that, to a certain extent, the older generation has now sat in a world that says, well, hang on. I'm not so sure that I like the way that works. The, the younger generation, the millennials, are saying, well, hang on, that's the way it's always worked. I've always known that, so I'm happy to transact on that basis. But 
what we've started to do, um, say, as a company, uh, being Payflex, is that actually that's not the way things should be. And we don't have to be dictated to by the traditional banking system and the traditional way of doing things. We can do things in a better, smarter, simpler way. And what we're going to do is keep everybody in suspense for the next three or four minutes. Let's quickly run to the shops, listen to some ads, and we'll be back in a moment. This is RV on Business. Welcome back to 101.9 High FM. It's 22 minutes past 12. And in the studio with us is Derek Sykes, who is the CEO of Payflex. And Payflex is a payment fintech company, which is going to help us to pay a lot easier, a lot more efficient and more, actually make us more comfortable with the process. So, Derek, you were saying just before the break, and I left everybody in suspense, that you guys are going, you've bridged that gap between the money leaving my pocket and the goods arriving at my door, which is a 72-hour roughly time. And in that time, my money is in cyberspace, but it's technically out of my account. And the goods I know are going to arrive, but I haven't got them yet. Yep. How do you guys make it, that whole process a little bit more comfortable? So, so before I dive into that, I think the first thing um, that has always frustrated me personally and a lot of the guys back at the office is that um, interest is probably one of the uh, the biggest evils out there. Because as much as it can add value to your life and it can be used to do things that you wouldn't normally have been able to do through gearing. The reality is, is that if you're using interest to purchase things that are devaluing as opposed to increasing in value, you're actually you're doubling the devaluation. Fair enough. Um, and so that's, that was kind of a starting principle for us is how do we get away from that for the consumer and how do we try and solve that particular thing? Because if you use more money in your back pocket, there's more money for you to spend. So that was kind of a starting principle for us. The second principle was to say, well, hang on. In this whole world of online, how do you now get away from the story that says you pay out a lump sum of cash and then you t- it takes time for things to come through to you? The traditional way of that happening is, well, you buy it on credit, right? Because then, well, you don't pay any money today, you get your goods, and then you pay it off over time. But then comes that little evil that we spoke about earlier of interest. And traditionally, stuff that you're buying online is not stuff that's going to increase in value, unless Correct. you're buying Kruger, Kruger coins. But that doesn't happen too often. But 99% of the things that you're buying online are things that are going to devalue. So how do we kind of solve those problems that we're talking about in a uniquely different way? And the reality is that we're not savants and we didn't come up with the idea ourselves. But uh, across the pond uh, or, you know, down in Australia and New Zealand, there are a couple of young um, entrepreneurs who came up with an idea around this deferred payments kind of business. Um, And we brought that model to South Africa. And we've enhanced that and we're making it a little bit more South African friendly. And that's really what we're offering or bringing into the market now. So let's take an example. And I'm not going to use shoes like we were talking about <laughs> earlier. I'm going to try something different for a change. But let's say you go online and there's a jacket <laughs> that you want to buy. So we're going to stick with the fashion world. Or, or practically, it's this time of the year. Yeah, it's Christmas and shopping. Every, cha- every charity is knocking on the door. Yep. And you've got an orphanage that's come to you with a wish list. And yep. you look and you're going to take a lot and you've got the whole wish list. Yep. Now the bill comes. Yep. So, so, so what we, uh, what we said was, let's, you're going to buy that jacket or you're going to buy that food processor or whatever it might be. Let's call it a thousand rand that you're going to spend. Now, traditionally, that thousand rand would leave your account today. Um, Payflex offers you the uh, opportunity to pay 250 rand today. The remaining 750 rand you pay over six weeks. 
interest-free, no charges, no, no, there's no tricks or anything. In involved. one payment, or can I say, please take it three times? No. So the standard that we do is a 250 rand on the on the day you're doing the uh, the purchase, and then uh, six e- uh, four equal payments over six weeks. Right. right. And then we agree those dates with you up front so you know what date that money is coming off your account. It's typically, um, as I said, in e- uh, equal weekly payments. Um, but you have the ability to fast track that. So what we find with a lot of our c- uh, customers currently is that although they are coming in and making the purchase bank 250 today, they'll wait till the next paycheck comes in and then they'll settle. So, in fact, while they've got six weeks to pay, most people are coming back and paying that within three, four weeks at most. All it does is it gives them breathing room for free. Yep. And the moment is the cash availability, they then settle, settle that. Correct. So is 200 regardless of the amount, whether I'm buying a thousand or ten thousand? Uh, 200? 200 rand, it's 250,000. No, 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 but people are not going from the site that they're busy using to your site to do this? It's, no, no, no. we're fully integrated. Work? So, I mean, that's the trick, right? I mean, yes. we're in a world, and we were talking about it earlier, it's an, uh, it's an instantaneous world. Um, and uh, here's a quick question for you. When you go online, if you had uh, were an online merchant, how many of your baskets that you sell on a day-to-day basis or think you've sold, how many of those do you think abandon? Well, I know the answer because I've read the, I've read the press release, but what I was shocked to hear yeah. is that it is the vast, vast majority. Yeah, 80 to 90%. And that's not a South African context, right? That's worldwide. But Derek, can I understand something? Yeah. If I'm going online and I've got to the – does a basket mean that I'm going to buy shoes? Sorry yeah. to bring it up. Yeah. But I need a pair of smart shoes. Yeah. I need a pair of everyday shoes and yeah. I need a pair of running shoes. Yeah. If I get to the point where I can't find the running shoes that I want – or at the price that I like, I'm going to abandon the whole basket? So um, there hasn't been a hell of a lot of research that's been done around that. But um, from our experience, there are two things. The first is that um, the hubris of shopping online and seeing everything you like, and you throw it into the cart, and then you get to the checkout stage, and you go, oh, my word, <laughs> I've got 2,000 rands worth of goods in here, but I've only got 1,500 rand. Right. Um, now, how do you make the decision between I'm buying the smart shoes versus the running shoes versus the, the casual you shoes? just hit the delete button. Yeah, well, so then what happens is instead of making hot decision, you walk away. Right. Um, you don't even press the, uh, the delete button. You just leave the site, right? Um, now, the, the second part to that is that you've also got a situation where people are between paychecks, so they're coming towards the end of the month, and you know we've always heard that adage that says, well, there's too much month at the end of the paycheck, right. and that's another thing that comes in there. Um, and otherwise, you've got the situation where the retailer is also playing the game, right? They're throwing uh, options at you all the time. This special, that special, buy three of these for two of those, only at one at the price of one. There's a lot of that goes on. So you end up in a position where you overcommit, and when it gets time to pay, you then realize that you don't have the money. Um, the the situation that we see is that if you're able to now help that person interest-free, Spread that payment over two, or if you manage it quite correctly, you can get up to two paychecks into this thing. Or even three, maybe. Uh, maybe three, if you get it exactly right. <laughs> um, but the point is, you're able to spend your money, not pay interest, and spread that and manage your 
wallet at the end of the day. And it's, that's the important thing is that you're able to manage your wallet. You're not being dictated to by a bank who's charging you interest, etc. And ultimately, it's a foolproof scenario. If someone reckons they'll go on and then they'll just play silly buggers until the end, somehow you will recover the money from them. Yeah, so um, we can get into that now. But uh, what, I th- uh, what we didn't talk about in the previous question was kind of how does it become seamless? Yes, sorry. Um, and I think, I think we need to cover that before we jump into, well, how do we make sure that you know, collections I'm happen on our side? i by my host how to run the show, <laughs> but this is good. Go for it. Sorry. Um, but um, the important thing here for a merchant, because Payflex is not a product set up just purely for the consumer. It's actually designed around making sure that the, con- uh, the consumer gets what they need and the merchant's business does better. Because if the two don't work together, the product's not going to work. So your ultimate goal for the merchant is to increase the acceptance of the baskets. Correct. Increase the acceptance of the baskets, make the payments process for the consumer that much much more simple. So, for example, um, and this was a funny experience I had with my mother-in-law probably about two months ago. She'd been on a camping holiday. She's got one of these little cobs that she uses to bry with, um, and it has a particular fitting that goes around the outside um, and she managed to drop it and crack the fitting. So there's only one place that she can get the fitting. It's an online uh, camping site. So she goes onto the camping site. I kind of see myself as quite technically um, competent. Um, and so she'd been struggling for a little bit of time and she came to me and she said, Derek, you know, I'm struggling. Help me get this payment through. Between the two of us, we spent 45 minutes trying to figure out how to get the checkout to work. Um, and that was because the merchant had set it up in a particular way that now required you to do this. Then you need to sign up for that. Then you need to sign up for the payments guy. And it's all incoherent. And at the end of the day, my mother-in-law has a broken cob at the moment. So she didn't buy it. Um, and so what we do as Payflex is we help the merchant simplify that process. So the integration between their platform and our platform is seamless. The customer is um, le- led through that in a way that it seems as though it's all part of one place, even though they're moving between the two different environments. And at the end of the day, the customer has the least number of clicks and is able to make their payment in a simple, fast, and convenient way. Now, one thing you did put in the press release, but I, I, I just, I almost felt it as you were going through that experience, <clears throat> is as every minute or second that it takes longer yep. for me to move through that seamless process, my confidence in the site drops Correct. and my credit card gets further and further away from 100%. me putting the numbers in. Yep. The quicker and easier and more efficient it is, the more I'm happy to pay because it just genders a yep. sense of confidence. Correct. And all you guys are really doing is saying to me, hold on, no, this is genuine. It's here. Hmm. These guys just weren't efficient on that side. We're going to upscale the efficiency over here, pay, get your cops sorted out and move on. Correct. I mean, it, it, there's two different worlds here, right? There's right. The, the, the world that we come from in our generation and there's the younger generation. And uh, I mean, I'm probably simplifying it too much and there's probably a lot of gray between those two generations. But the reality is, is that we look for those kind of clues around security and that you're going to get what you want. And the moment something is hard, that's exactly what happens. The younger generation, not so much. They'll try a little bit more and those kind of things. But the reality is, is that as a merchant, if you have a slick, simple process, you're going to get that much through, uh, more throughput through your site. And that's what we pride ourselves in being able to offer the merchant at the end of the day. And I, and think, the my, I think my daughter's going to kill me for this, <laughs> but I, I agree with you. I had an experience. My wife and I received a document, but it was in Hebrew. Yeah. 
So we sat down and we were breaking our hen on her, trying to work at it. My daughter just saunters past and looks over and says, what are you guys doing? So we said, we're quite funny. We're trying to understand this document. She says, one second. She says, just move away. She does something on her phone. And she says, right, there's a document yep. in English. <laughs> so I, and I, what has fascinated me is, number one, I didn't think of it, which I should have. Yep. But number two was, for me, it would have been a whole process. Okay, how do I do it? Whereas with her, it was a seamless idea. Correct. Oh, you need to translate a document. This is what language is, what language you're going to, bang, finished. And it was almost a natural extension of the way that they operate. Uh, I remember when my kids were in varsity and, and uh, you know, all of a sudden I said, like, Mark, why are you sitting watching videos online? What are you doing? She says, I'm not watching videos online. I'm actually watching lectures online yep. about the particular subject. I thought, crumbs, if I had that in economics 101 <laughs> in UNISA, I wouldn't have had to break my head the way I did. I could have had it explained and I could have rewound and go. But for them, it was a natural go-to. Correct. And for us, it was, or for me at least, it was a little bit of a process. And why I'm so excited is that, Again, every time it takes long, every time I have to fiddle online, I get uncomfortable. The quicker, the easier it is, the better, better it is for me. So, so um, that's a great segue for what we call one click. Um, so the first time you buy using PayFlex, there is obviously a little vetting process mm-hmm. that happens in the background, and that does require you to put an ID number. But once you have gone through the process once with us, with a particular merchant, any other merchant that is a PayFlex uh, provider, um, you can then use the one-click option. So now not only have you um, got the ability to go through and spread your payment, but you've got the ability to simplify your purchases with any of the other PayFlex merchants that are out there. And it's literally as simple as one click. You go to checkout, press it, accept PayFlex, and you're done. If I've purchased today yep, um, and I've been vetted and everything is going well, I've paid my 25%. Tomorrow I want to buy somewhere else. Yep. Do I need to first finish this payment for it to be effective? No. So what we do is we have uh, what we call an open to purchase. So when you get set up your account for the first time, uh, we'll approve you for, let's say, 1,500 Rand. If okay. you spent 500 Rand, you've still got 1,000 Rand to spend. So similar to kind of the old Ed, uh, the Edgar's kind of right. six months to pay type setup. Um, so if you've maxed out that 1500 Rand that you've been approved for, um, you can apply for more. But uh, also what happens is over time, as your spending is managed, we're able to extend that 1500 Rand to whatever number um, it gets put out at that time. Fantastic. Dave, let's, let's go back a little bit. Sure. It's up and running. You sp- you're speaking to merchants. Consumers are using it. But how did this idea come about? So um, I think I mentioned a little bit earlier, uh, there were a couple of things that drove us to it. One is Who's a, us? Uh, so there's a team at the moment of eight guys. Uh, sorry, I can't say eight guys. I'll get into trouble from the <laughs> ladies. Um, but there's a team of eight of us at the moment. Uh, so it's a relatively small team, but that's the beauty of the fintech environment. Um, uh, the other thing that's also quite funny about our team is we've got four Pauls. Um, <laughs> so, so the four Pauls and myself have always been frustrated about how uh, the online world is working. And having had a look at these things across the market, we said, well, hang on, there's an application for this in South Africa. Um, one of the shareholders in the business is a company called PartPay. Uh, they're out of uh, New Zealand. Um, and in partnership with them, we brought this particular thing to South Africa. How long have you been around? Uh, so Paul, number one, uh, who was the first guy in the business, he set this up 
um, and started working on this probably about three years ago now. Um, getting through the legal hoops of setting up a company, making sure that we are not falling foul of the National Credit Act, and uh, making sure that we are going through all the right legal channels. That took uh, probably the better part of 18, 24 months. That also included system setup and whatnot. And we really went into market with merchants uh, at the end of uh, last year, so end of 2018. And we've been growing in leaps and bounds since then in terms of the sign of merchants. And I imagine that your growth is pretty easy because once it's in place and once it's set up, it's, you know, every merchant has a very similar sort of interaction with you. So, um, I'd love to say yes, but, um, as we all know, business is not easy. There's a million things that you don't think about when you get into business, but we have the traditional challenges that a, a normal business goes through. The first is awareness, right? Um, it's all good and well signing up a merchant, but if no one's aware of the, uh, the product or the fact that you can do things in a particular way, no one's ever going to use it. So getting out and spreading the word around how this new payment mechanism works is a big part of trying to get that out there. Um, making sure when the customer is online and they're looking at a particular uh, product and seeing that, oh, you can pay flex it using this and this is the installments, you know, having that part of the whole world is right. quite important as well. Um, and then also proving to the merchant that this is improving their world is quite a big part of it. And so we spent a bit of time doing some case studies over the last six months showing how where we've implemented PayFlex, that's benefited mm. the, uh, the consumer and the merchant at the end of the day. To me, it just sounds like a no-brainer. It's, yep. it's, it's a straightforward process. <clears throat> what happens if I want to purchase an item, but I don't want to take make it for, take advantage of the payment option? Yeah. I just want to use you to make it easy. Yeah, I want to pay the whole lot right now. You can do that as well. Too. What's in it for you if I do that? Um, so that's quite an interesting question. I've never been asked that before. Um, <laughs> because so, obviously it's a financing model. Yeah. So if I strip the finance out and I'm just taking it, I'm, I'm almost abusing you for your efficiency. Yep. Um, I suppose what comes into this down the line, I might want to use the financing model. So, so we mustn't forget. Okay. So the first things first, the, in any of these models, right? Um, nothing's for free in life. Um, and I think that's kind of where the question's aimed at is to understand the commercials that are behind it. But every time anybody does an online uh, transaction, there is a merchant fee that the merchant pays. Right. So we, we will get paid by the merchant a fee for doing a pay now or for pay, uh, getting paid uh, for doing a pay later. Right. So the, we do get our merchant fee. And that merchant fee is a market-related fee. Um, it's no higher than what the, the rest of the market is paying. It's uh, Yeah. Great. Okay. On that note, let's run to the shops. Craig's getting a bit agitated. <laughs> we'll be back with you in a moment. This is RV on Business. Welcome back to 101.9 High FM. It's 12.44, which makes it 60 minutes to one. Thanks for being with us. If you haven't been listening and you're somebody who buys on stuff online or you're a merchant who sells things online, the commercial director of PayFlex, Derek Sachs, is in the studio. Derek, we've been spending the last 45 minutes talking about how PayFlex works, what it does. But let's maybe recap from the very beginning What's the advantage for me, the consumer? I'm not a techno geek. I go online and I'm starting to get frustrated and then I see your logo. Where does it help me? So as a consumer, uh, I think the first thing is interest-free. Um, and that always for me is kind of like the, the golden moment because uh, anytime you pay interest, 
you're giving somebody else money, and it's money that should be yours and used in your world. The second is that we're giving you the ability to manage your cash. Um, you know, you don't want to be spending a thousand, thousand five hundred rand on something, and then waiting three days for it to arrive, and the money's out of your pocket. This gives you the ability to manage how the money leaves your world and goes into the the, the, the retailer's world, um, and prevents it from sitting in the banking environment for a whole uh, a whole heap of time. Um, and convenience, the ability to do things quicker, simpler, and smarter is really what we're we're creating here. Um, and from a merchant's perspective, um, and this is kind of where we started just before the break, uh, chatting, um, there's a, an even more valuable benefit to the merchant at the end of the day. Because if the consumer trusts you more, the consumer has more options, and the consumer has more money in his pocket, the consumer is going to spend more. Now, that could sound as though it's a bit of an empty promise, but the, uh, what we've been doing for the last six to nine months is tracking how Payflex has changed the world for our merchants that are in our space. We spoke earlier about the fact that 80 to 90% of all baskets are abandoned. In the merchants who actively use the Payflex solution, um, they are seeing a 30% reduction in their abandoned carts. That's almost dropping it from 90 to 50%. Yeah, around about 60. So it's a massive reduction in terms of the number of abandoned carts. So that's the first thing. The second thing is that uh, the average spend is increasing by 23% across the merchants that we've been, we've been tracking. So not only do you get more baskets through, you get a slightly higher revenue per basket coming through your, your business. So at the end of the day, it means you're able to, uh, you're able to generate more revenue, which is good for the merchant. The consumer is getting a better deal. The consumer is managing their, uh, their money better and everybody's winning through the process. I'm just trying to think of the logistics of that happening. Yeah. Um, you know, you've got your logistics set, you've got your warehousing set. Yep. And you're expecting roughly this type of volume. Mm-hmm. If that volume, number one, increases by 30% because the basket ab- abandonment has decreased, yep. and then on top of that you're getting another 20% increase in volume, yep. it's, it's almost staggering. If you actually amortize it and work it out, it mm. could be as much as a 100% increase in sales simply by the, le- the loss of abandonment and then the increased take-up. Yep. So – all of a sudden, the logistics need to change, the throughput needs to change, and the beauty about fintech is that the systems don't need to change because they can cope with the volumes. So, so it's uh, interesting that you, you say that. So we've got a, a guy down in Durban who's been re- uh, working with us on Payflex for probably about seven, eight months now. Um, he runs a little jewelry business. He bu- uh, makes jewelry to order. Um, his business is predicated on the, the business idea that he'll draw pictures. When he's got the right number of orders, he'll then fulfill those orders. Um, and that's exactly what's happening for him. He's moving from design to production that much faster now. And he's now got an average turnover on a monthly basis of a million and a half rand. Um, and that's... For a small business, probably the size of this studio. Which is not very big. Yeah, and he's got, he's got 10 people that work for him, and this business now is generating that much more revenue, uh, both locally and selling internationally. So, you know, and he's able to do that because he's an online business and grow it that much quicker because things are that much simpler. Do you think there's been an added sense of confidence from purchasers when they see your logo there and they say, oh, I'm buying jewelry through 
um, PayFlex, therefore I'm a little bit more comfortable? So I'd love to say that, but I think we're too young in our journey at the moment. I think that's the thing. You know, I'd love to be able to sit here and say absolutely, but I think if we had this interview in a year's time, um, I'd be able to say that unequivocally. But I think inherently the way our process works, it is giving people that sense. Derek, it's been absolutely fascinating. As we were chatting before, the time goes very, very <laughs> quickly, so we are out of time. Um, how do people get hold of you if they want to speak to you personally? So it's uh, super simple, uh, Derek at payflex.co.za. Um, and that's D-E-R-E-K at Payflex. Um, alternatively, they can go to the Payflex website, www.payflex.co.za, um, or through any of our merchants. Um, they'll see the Payflex logo when they go to the checkout basket or when they're looking at the goods that they want to buy. Fantastic. Derek Sykes, thanks for coming in. Best of luck, and I just hope it will speak here in a year. And when I ask you that question, you'll say absolutely <laughs> that it has been increased because of the sense of confidence. I know myself as a non-sophisticated online user where I do a lot, all my airline tickets, um, a lot of international banking now I do online. The moment I have a sense of comfort, I get it done a lot quicker and a lot more efficient. Um, and I've just had an experience now where we we're trying to do things differently. And eventually I just went back to an experience that I had which was good. And it didn't let me down. She was there. She was efficient. And I got it done. Thanks so much, Craig. Thanks for pushing the buttons. We'll speak to you next week. Have a great day. Goodbye.